podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Summer 2023 Transfer Committee podcast. I am joined by the usual three um, on the committee. We have, um, oh God, you know the titles, I always forget the titles. We have Head of Data and uh, Research, Mr. Dan Kennett, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Gags. Very good, very good. Head of Scouting, Dave, how are you doing? I'm good, mate, thank you. And we have the head of finance as well, director of finance, actually, Mr. Mo Chatra. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. I thought you were demoting me there. So uh... <laughs> they should all be directors. It's got to be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be CFO, surely. CFO. Yeah, CFO. Absolutely. There yeah. we go. <laughs> You've been promoted, dude. Okay. <laughs> we never made you CFO before. So we're getting a pay right. <laughs> Yeah, no, you have, to do, you have to do the same things with the same money and get more responsibility for the same money. Yeah. That's how it normally works, especially in these hard times. <laughs> um, okay, so today's pod is actually the first installment, and we actually need to kind of prepare for the other podcasts. And what we do, is, how we do that, sorry, is by deciding who we're keeping who we're, who we're um, going to sell and who's going on loan. So that kind of tells us kind of what kind of budget we're going to get from sales. And that's, you know, we can talk about when we get to the pod, we'll probably have a more of an idea what kind of uh, budget we'll have for the summer in terms of what competitions we are in next year. La-di-da-di-da. Uh, and then also squad spots. What, squad, what, what spots are required to be filled in the summer? So, yes, we're going to kick that off immediately. How we're going to go around is if everybody agrees on whether we're keeping, selling or loaning, we'll skip that player, like as in just move straight ahead, don't need to have a debate. And, uh, yeah, anywhere with this contention, we'll discuss and debate why we want to sell or keep or loan. So, first, we're going to start with goal, goalkeepers first, as usual. Um, let's go through goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, forwards, like that. So, keepers, I think the first one is... Easy, very, very easy. Uh, Alison Becker is a surefire keep, I'm, I, I'm sure. Nobody wants to be too controversial first up. Definitely not. He's the best goalkeeper. best goalkeeper in the world to keep him all day. Yeah, yeah. couldn't buy anybody who would be better any, anyway. So. so I think the next two, uh, we have Adrian. I would, I would let go, yeah, I'd sell. Sell. Mo, what's his contract situation? Is he out? No, he's out this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I was, I was going to suggest keep him. Actually, Um, I don't rate him all that highly, but I think uh, 
the player that we'll come on to, there might be a bit of a discussion around him. So, I, I just yeah. think that's a really easy spot for us to get a homegrown player in. Yeah, makes sense. Non home, so, non homegrown. You can only have seventeen non homegrown, and exactly if, and that's if, kind if one of the spots spot is taken by Adrian. It's yeah, crazy. It is. Okay, uh, Kelleher, Big Kev. I would. Oh, actually, I'll go last. Um, Dave, I would sell. He wants to progress his career. He wants to go and play football. We need to do a lot this summer, and having a decent chunk of money come in for him would help. I also think if we can find a homegrown replacement for Adrian as a, a non-playing keeper, we could afford to do a non-homegrown player instead of him, so potentially pick up a continental goalkeeper on a free, because there are a couple of good ones out there. Yeah. So sell from Dave D- Darth. Yeah, it's sadly it's a sell for me as well because he is a really, really, really good backup for Allison in terms of stylist stylistic fit as well as talent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the lads it's done is I think yeah, I think we need to let him go. I think he needs to progress his career, and I think he'll get a lot of money for him. Yeah, Mo, would you agree? Yeah, agree. Um, too good to just be sitting on the bench, and uh, you obviously want. But it seems like he wants to go. So uh, I think we can get very good value for him. So, yeah, sell. Yeah, everything we've heard um, all year, really, with, with Big Kev is that he's desperate, desperate to go because he wants to wants to succeed. And, you know, how can you blame someone? Uh, especially when you've got Alison uh, in front of you, you're just never going to get a chance. So, yeah, we. I think it's not because of his ability. He's he's brilliant. It's for the his his own sake that we should sell him. Really. He's good enough to play for a Champions League regular team. Yeah, that's that's the level he's at. So those those clubs there, there should be a you know a good sale, possible. I hope so. I hope so. Okay, so we definitely need a backup goalkeeper as one of the first spots um, when we try to go to buy, and it doesn't have to be expensive, I suppose. Uh, right, defenders. First up, Joe Gomez. We'll go straight. We we'll go through the same order. Dave, Darth, Mo, Dave. I would sell. I would sell because the injuries have really sapped a lot of what made Joe a very special defender. He's quite hesitant now. He's quite reactive rather than proactive. And I think another season sitting on the bench watching is probably going to tank his value. This might be the last time we could get a decent fee for him before everybody else figures out that we're not all that high on him. So I would sell, but I do understand that in the grand scheme of not wanting to replace half the squad, it, it might be easier to keep. I just, I just think sell, selling him is probably advisable about now. Darth, any concerns with homegrown? Um, home is as well with, with um, Ox and Milner going as well? Yeah, possibly. Um, possibly. But um, <clears throat> it's more, I think, if we would have been playing the old system four three three, um, I would probably be, probably we would have probably advocated a sell as well. But if we're sticking with the new shape, then Gomez makes more sense because he could kind of cover either the the wide centre back positions, you know, on the left or the right. Um, That's fair. Um, so he makes up he's better. He, he's potentially a better fit for the new system, like most of the squad. Okay, Mo, which way are you going? Um, up until very recently, I, I'd been leaning towards selling him. But uh, if this system change sticks, then 
I agree with Dan. I think that perhaps it could give him a new lease of life. And, uh, you know, if, if we're going to have three at the back, I, I prefer not to play somebody like Robertson in, in that back three. So, you know, I, I think we want a minimum five centre-backs going into next season. So I think I, I would keep him. I'm going to agree with you both as well. I think I think more I'm worried about, like, obviously the tactical stuff's good and that makes a lot of sense. Whether Klopp plays him there or not is where I worry is that he's he's so stubborn in the way he, he just slots him in at right back or right centre back. He won't even try him at the left side where actually he's, you know, he has had some experience playing as a left back at least. Um, but I think I'm worried about how many homegrown players we're going to have to get in over 21, you know, to, to buy if we get, if, if we lose, if we continue to lose this amount of players, you know, that are English and they're so expensive anyway to get in if you're English, we probably just need to hold on to Gomez for one more year um, because otherwise I would be open to selling him just with the way he's been performing. But yeah, I think maybe one year in this new system, if it's going to stick, and I think that's the assumption we should make is that they've made this change for a reason now. Trent as well. Um, I think just for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna say keep, and that means the majority is there, guys. If that's okay. Um, okay, um, Virgil. Keep. Easy keep. Yeah, keep. I shouldn't even ask. Joel uh, Canate would be keep as well, of course. Yes, keep. <clears throat> okay. Um, Matip? Sell. Sell, Joel. Year left in this contract, and we need to get out of this habit of allowing players to leave on free contracts. We cannot continue to do this. It goes completely in the face of methodology that got us to where we were. And we've lost so many players now on freeze. We've kept hold of players far too long, including Sadio Mane, who probably got half of what we could have if we'd sold them a year before we need to sell, start selling players before their contracts run down so Joel Matip for me doesn't really fit the new shape I think he has to be a sell yeah I agree sell um, we need you know we need we, we need to rebuild um, he's got some value left he'll be 32 by the time next season starts and again he's probably good enough to play um, um, for a club in the Champions League on, on on his talent level, a lower a lower Champions League club. Yeah, no, like an Italian team yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But he's um, I, I think he also he's less suited by the WM, despite the um, good game against Leeds. Mo, yeah, agree. So um, he, he's clearly um, on that kind of slippery slope uh, past his peak years now. I think we've had the best out of him. So he plays like that sometimes as well. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we need to raise funds as well. So, with a year left on his contract, I think it's a no-brainer for me. Even if it's five, ten million or something, you know, it's yeah, worth yeah. it, isn't it? He's been really up and down this year. He's, he's had some really good games and he's had some really bad games. Are you that person who has everything, the coolest merch, and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. 
we have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Okay. Um, Robbo? Dave? Um, oh, okay. Darth, keep, you go first. Keep. Uh, controversial okay. one I'd sell. I'd sell wow. given, his, given his age, he doesn't fit the system. He has declined, I think, significantly over the last 18 months. I don't see a real need for him. I'd rather... He, he's not homegrown either. No, he's not. So I, I think he could bring in quite a good fee from a Newcastle who are looking to upgrade their left back, have money to throw around. Look, he's a club legend. He's been absolutely vital, and I've no issue keeping him. I, I assume Jurgen will want to keep him, but I do think we could probably sell him and get real money for him. That would fund his replacement. And if we wanted to then have a left-back in the squad who can do the more traditional left-back stuff, we could either keep Costas or sell him and replace him with another left-back. But I, I wouldn't be against selling, but happy to keep. Would you would you be asking us to do too much in the window if we're selling both Costas I, and Robbo? I don't care that, that we're having this good late run in the season, and I don't care if we get top four. The season has proven that this squad needs a chainsaw taken to it, mm-hmm. and one run of form is not going to change my mind on that. So I think we should be looking to take next season as a, as a season of transition, not, not the nonsense that was placed on this squad, which was a season of failure. Next season should be a season of transition where we're building with a new squad over... This window, January, following summer, and then 2024-25 is when we actually go all out for a title. But I would be looking to clear a lot of a lot of the older, more stagnant pieces of the squad out this summer, personally. Okay, so we have one sell, one keep. Yeah, and Mo? I agree with Dave. Um... So it's the flip to uh, the Gomez thing because I'd wanted him to go um, but then felt, okay, if this system will stick, then perhaps he should stay. So on the flip side, um, I agree with Dave. I think that uh, he wouldn't fit the system, Robertson. And um, on top of that, I think he's been in decline for a a good two-plus years now since early 2021. Um, We've had his best years out of him. I think Klopp has run him into the ground. He's played a huge amount of minutes, uh, both for Liverpool and for Scotland over about five years. And I think that, you know, he's somebody who, again, we could potentially generate a decent fee for. And I agree with Dave also that perhaps if we keep Simicass, if we, if we want to revert back to four three three, um he, he can still do a decent job. Um, obviously, he's not as good as Robertson, but he's still perfectly competent a sound performer in that role, so I, I would send. Just and just clarify, Gags yeah. is, is a we uh, we had it the other way round. Just um, but if that's the majority, happy to defer. Um, we would sell Robbo 
herself, Simi Kessin, keep Robbo. But um, the only other thing we would add to the party is that Robbo has played left centre back for Scotland as well. You see, with the back three with um, Kieran um, Tierney at left back. No, he hasn't. No. All Kieran, right. Okay. Kieran Tierney is the is the centre back, and Robbo's. Oh, right. so Robbo's already been uh, okay. So yeah. Tierney was Tierney was the he one played who there decide. once for Scotland, and it was like right. six or seven years ago. So yeah. I, like, okay. look, he, he could definitely adapt to it because. He's got some of the attributes in terms of how aggressive he is, but I do worry with Robbo that the things that make him a really, really good fullback, like that aggression, like how how manic he can be at times, and that energy and all that, it, it kind of takes away from what you want as a centre-back. He's a little bit too frantic, he's too reactive, he's not the calming yeah. head you might want in the same way Virgil and Ibu can be. No, he's and, and we've already seen all countless times this year. He he charges out of position. Then he's always the guy who's playing people on side, like you know, in the line. He's always him. <laughs> Majority of the time, it's Robbo that's like got a leg stuck out somewhere, or or hasn't pushed up with the CBs. That that does annoy. And there has been so many times where he's so deep, and everybody's pushed up, and he's you know he's allowed teams in. Um. There's definitely a decline. Again, um, because he's not homegrown, that that make, does make it a little bit easy. It's just, um, yeah, I suppose we're the committee, so it doesn't matter. It, it's up to us how many people we want to buy and how many people we want to sell. We don't have to look at it as what Liverpool would do. We're trying to look at it what we would do. Um, so, yes, I am going to go with the with the sell on this one as well. Um, hesitantly, I do, uh, uh, you know... I would have gone him, kept keep him and sell Simi, but also wages-wise, I'm thinking about it, that Robbo's on way higher wages than Simi is. So, Simi's staying. Probably over double. I'd keep Sim- I'd keep Simicus. Yeah, if we're selling Robbo, I think you keep Simicus another year. Yeah, I don't, want to do two, I don't want to do two left-backs in the same window, buying two left-backs. And replace Simi next summer. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and also, just say, as we are right now in position and we're fifth... And, um, you know, we stay fifth. Let's just say we stay fifth. That means we don't have, you know, that money coming in from the CL next year that we can plan on. But so also, we would... also, we have to trim the wage bill to cover that loss of revenue as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And is there also exactly. a case to be made that, like, Costas is already in a backup role, so he will be more accepting of said role? I think it could be a bit problematic to ask Andy Robertson to go from a nailed-on every-game starter for the last six years, being a backup. I do wonder how he would cope with such a role. Yeah, and if he's going to a Champions League team like Newcastle, yeah. it might be okay. Let's go yeah. to the home for him as well. Like, you know, Toon is basically Scotland, so he'd be <laughs> he'd just be down the road from home. <laughs> I mean, it's a controversial one, which I don't think a lot of people would um, agree with, but hey, both, that's fine. Can I just say that the the the, the plan the, the the recommendation the proposal from the data team was going to be sign a hybrid left centre back left back player yeah. to push to push Robbo to the bench anyway that was going to be our plan yeah but of course if we're going if we're going to say keep Simicast sell Robertson to fund it and then buy a hybrid then we can live with that I think we've had the conversation on Simicast now so I've put him as keep if we're all okay with that yeah okay great right next is. Um... Calvin Ramsey. Keep. I mean, I would loan Dave. I don't think I he can, Gags, because I think he's got a torn ACL, doesn't he? 
Oh, is it ACL? Oh, I think damn. so. Yeah, it is. I think that's what, what was going. Well, it's what was going round anyway. He certainly had a yeah, major so knee while. off. But like, I, I, I'd say when he's back, I though, think has part a part to play in the future. So when he comes yeah. back, loan him in January, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So that's why loan sent yeah. sounds loan sounds good. Fine. Yeah. Okay, Darth, would you agree? Um. Whatever you want to do, boss. I, we have no opinion on this. We would uh, um, just like he needs to recover, and he's nineteen, so yeah. we just need to get him through these uh, injury problems because he's been plagued with it for the whole year. Yeah. And Mo, agree. Once he recovers, yeah. get him on loan somewhere. Yeah, agreed. Um, there won't be much space in the squad for him anyway. He won't even make the bench a lot of the time, so be better off sending him out on loan. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously talk kind of Bradley coming back in and taking. The right back spot. What are the thoughts on Bradley, folks? Is it another loan, or is are you happy to keep? He's not obviously on this list that I've got, but there's I been a lot of talk him. about that. I you would, would still him. loan League League okay. One to the to the upper echelons of the Premier League. It's is, a big jump. Is about the same size jump as as League One to having a kickabout with your mates. Yeah, you know, like it is an enormous gulf. And yes, he was absolutely excellent for Bolton. No question at all. But I, I just, I don't think you can ask him to do that kind of jump. I also don't know that he's, like, we have to think about the profiles of each position now because they're changing. And in hmm. the old system, Connor Bradley would have been a, nat- a more natural sort of fit as a, you know, a, a hold the width, get high and get crosses in kind of fullback. But now that right back is required to step into midfield and nobody we find to do that role is going to do it like Trent. I don't know that Connor Bradley would be comfortable doing that role. Okay. Does everybody agree with Dave on Bradley being another loan? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's great. Okay. Uh, Trent is an easy keep, surely. Uh, <laughs> He's hopefully not yep. a defender in the yeah. defender list next year. <laughs> He's going to be the best yeah. player in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reese Williams. Sal. Sal. Yeah, Sal. And your son, Darth, Nat Phillips? Uh, Sal. 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 I need, I need my commission. <laughs> he's, been, uh, he's been underused in the last two years. Uh, you know, he's been kept around and he's, pl- he's barely played. I actually played, feel so sorry it, for him. I actually feel I sorry for him. He's, well, he's, he's been desperate to leave. Let the boy go and have a career. Yeah. Let the boy yeah. go and have a career. He's 26 years of age. And at this point in his career, he's made 70 appearances. Yeah. And 40 of them came away from the club. Let the lad go and have his career. It, I, I actually think it's horrendous what we've done to him over the last couple of years. I yeah, he's been away Dave, every year. His agent and him have been desperate to go. Like last day, they've been ready to get out, packed and ready, and yeah. it's just never happened. And like at the end of the day, that's um, that's 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 terrible for him. So he must be like so desperate right now. But that covers off the the goalkeepers and defenders so far. Um, we'll move to midfield if we're all happy to do so. Okay, yep. Fabinho is the first one up. He's had a resurgent last couple of months. I, I earlier in the season would have wavered and potentially said sell, but I think he can still be a valuable member of the squad. So I think we keep him. He's also uh, a little keep... bit of cover for Virgil in the middle centre back role. Yeah, 
uh, keep, but look to push him to the bench with a new signing. Yes. Mo? Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Asked me three months ago, perhaps would have been leaning towards sell, but I think he's uh, turned things around and uh, I think he's still got something to give, so keep him around. He's another another player who's benefited from the change of shape gags. Yeah, but I I actually don't think he's turned it around. I think him and Henderson just have not been good at all. The truth is, gags, they've never been good together. Go back and look at yeah, yeah. look at the yeah. results with the two of them side by side, and it's never been all that great. It's just that that's it's what just people his think loss, our loss of was. mobility, Dave. I'm just struggling because he's yeah. But if I asked you, if I asked you to go and run a marathon or a half marathon for yourself, and while you're doing that, also run one for me, like. <laughs> You'd wear down fairly quickly, and the fact of the matter is, well, if I carried you, basically, you yeah, might. he's had to carry somebody for the last couple of years, and it's it's not been fair. We also, I wonder how much of a physical toll asking him to play like a big chunk of that season at centre back took. Because Fabers, that's his last. Yeah, that was Favre's, the hamstring, mate. Yeah, that was the he, one that killed him. He wasn't exactly. the same after that. No, and he's he's thin. He's like he's a narrow player, and centre backs take a lot of punishment so yeah. I do think that that affected him as well but but he can be like Dan said you push him to the bench and all of a sudden he's he's really good cover as a six and he's good cover for Virgil in that middle centre back role that's not going to require yeah. mass amounts of distance to be covered also situationally I mean in some games like on on the weekend they bring to Brentford he was great I mean he mm. basically was the centre back and Virgil was left centre back and um, and and Ibu was right, and he was dropped yeah. in there. He was so deep with them, and and he was invaluable. You know, with, with all the bombardment that we, we we took in that game, he was fantastic. And he's a really nice option to bring on off the bench to see out the game because he's really yeah, clever. definitely. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm, I yeah, I'm going to keep as well. Um, Henderson, I wish to sell, folks. So let's go round. I thought I'd just add my bit in there straight away. <laughs> do, do, do I need to answer this one? Yes, okay, you don't. No, Darth. <laughs> he has no. He has no sale value. That's the problem. I that mean, is, it doesn't so matter. You, you, I'd give him away for free. Fuck it. Get, get, they were getting his wages off the bill is way more value yeah. than if anything you could else. Yeah, him yeah. To give him, say, give him ten million to go away, so he goes. <laughs> he can go and sign somewhere on a hundred grand a week on a two-year deal. And he doesn't lose any money. I think that's the best thing for the club because we then save ten million, and it also just takes away the option from Jurgen, who has that's what I was going to say. Just this mental block where he doesn't think the team can cope without having him and Millie or Milner. Yeah, uh, or Robertson actually now as yeah. well. It's going to be like it, it, there's a click. There is yeah. a click at the club, and it's easy to see and clear to see. When you watch the videos, and um, you know, I'm not saying there is. I've not heard anything that there's anything a problem like that. I think it's a really harmonious squad in terms of friendship and stuff. But you can tell that there's some players that are favourites in comparison to others from the manager. And I think you know, one one thing that needs to die, like uh, ASAP, is the Hendo and the Nabby debates, and it needs to end this this season. And so it needs to end at the end of the season because Nabby's already off, Milner's off, and Ox is off. We need Hendo off as well, so that the people that are coming in can start 
on a you know a fresh slate for the club. It needs There's to be also a fresh slate. Would Henderson actually be accepting of a squad role? Because the last time Jurgen tried to no, he would the one he kicked off and had a tantrum. And when he wasn't no. going to get his way on a contract, he kicked off and had a tantrum and went to the media, which never gets talked about. The fact that he supposedly this great captain went running to the media as soon as his contract became an issue and played a, a massive contributing factor costing us the best sporting director in Europe. So, you know, there's that to factor in as well. Yeah, Mo, you, I'm, I'm guessing you're in agreement as well. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, yeah. Complete not liability at this stage, so he's got to go. Okay, I have already put Milner, Ox and Naby on a le- leaving list, as in we're not selling, they've just, they're just leaving. Um, okay. So they're gone. Uh, Curtis Jones... Is 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 uh, an interesting one after the last six seven games, Dave. I think it's an easy keep. I really do. Wow. I think I think two two months ago we're probably having a discussion over what what's his value, what could we get from. But I, I think what we've seen from him in the last little while has been so promising, and I, I think he's an easy keep for me. And he's homegrown next as of next season. He counts as homegrown. So why would you move wow. him? On? We also missed yeah. one on the defender side, sorry. Seth Vandenberg. Oh, yes, he's on loan at the moment, of course. He He's also a homegrown player for next season, so couldn't he slide into Nat Phillips' role? Is he really? Yeah. Is he homegrown? Wow. He's homegrown as of oh, next season, so he just replaces Nat as a homegrown player. I would keep Vandenberg. Because <laughs> he can also Honestly. play that right-sided role that Ibu's playing. Not- Why did he laugh, gags? <laughs> just... Because he's never going to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cheap, cheap, and on the on the bench, and 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 does the homegrown thing. And if we're in Europa, loads of experience waiting to happen for him. Yeah, loads, for sure. you know. Um, Mo on Van den Berg before we go back to midfield. Yeah, I think that um, given that we're likely to have at least a couple of centre back positions to occupy uh, to fill. Um, to fill one of those with a player that won't cost us anything uh, would make sense. So, yeah, I'd keep him as well. Okay. And Darth, I think you were in agreement. For Vandenberg? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, if you're homegrown, no-brainer. Absolutely. And, and Jones? I'll keep. Absolutely. Yeah. Mo, Jones as well? Yeah. Um, up until a few weeks ago, I was 100% set on selling him. But... Uh, you know, he's convinced me completely that, you know, he's definitely got a role to play. Um, as a squad player, though, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He'd, still, he'd still get a good 20, 30 uh, appearances, appearances each season. So, yeah, I, th- I think he's got a useful role to play. I think he's I think he's been so impressive in the last six weeks, seven weeks, or whatever it's been. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a... Um, he needs just, to be in the... Yeah. Next season, he needs to be in the rotation for like two and a half thousand minutes, mm. you know, kind of thing in the in the midfield rotation. And he can play like both said, those if... eight roles, so I reckon he could get yeah. that. If, you've, if we get two new starters in, and Curtis is the third one, I think he can continue to, 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 to develop. Like, he's so young. People keep forgetting this. He's so young. And he lost half a season of each of the last two seasons in terms of games and development because of, of weird injuries, like the eye, the, the yeah. bruised bone or whatever it was, the stress thing. Yeah. Like, if he can get, like like Dan said, 2,000 to 2,500 minutes next season, 
I, I think we'd see exponential growth in him. I think he's ready for that growth as well. Yeah, absolutely. and also just some of the qualities he's got, some others don't have. He can score from outside the area. Right. Did you see the finish yeah. he took the other, the other, the other last week against Spurs? Like, just some of the midfield we've got just wouldn't do that. Aren't able to have yeah. that quality, you know? Count, gags count, counter pressing. He's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely oh, fantastic. Superb. And he's, just, in, he's in becoming the... a jewel monster as well, which is something that we've badly needed. Like yeah. he's he's routinely yeah. now our most active midfielder. And he's just, he's been, he's been the best of the three nominal starting midfielders for the last eight games. He has been the best of them by, I would say, a wide margin. Yeah, and counter-pressing, a lot of that, those duels are from his counter-presses a lot, Dave, so it's it's interesting. Um, Okay, I've got rid of all of them. Harvey Elliott is an interesting one, folks. Um, Dave first. Let Dan go first. Oh, Dan, uh, we, okay. we, 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 were, uh, we are uh, a unanimous sell with the data team. I even consulted the, the full team, and we are a unanimous sell. <laughs> the full team? So when yeah. you just added like people into your team to get more... No, 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 like Rosie Barts and Sai. <laughs> oh, right, really? I missed the yeah. combo. Yeah, oh, wow. you, weren't, you weren't paying attention to the UP chat then. Last, I wa- <laughs> oh, was, was it yesterday? No, no, I was trying to stay away from all the discussions yesterday. Yeah. Um, argument is, uh, case is that um, he's he's already the slowest player in the team, age twenty. He should be one of the fastest. He's never going to get any taller. He's too slow to play in the front three. He's he's too weak physically to play in midfield. He's a luxury player, and I don't think he's ever going to be good enough on the ball to justify being a luxury player into somebody you build around as a team. So, I think he's got to have a lot of value because. The Premier League clubs are so rich that um, you know, you, you know, you, all that Burnley richer than Ajax stuff. You know, um, there there will be a lot of there will be a lot of interest if we if we said he was for sale. And um, I think he'd do well in you know, type Bournemouth type, you know, bottom half of the Premier League that kind of role, yeah. wide role. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to Mo because I think I know he's gonna give you some backup here. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL Roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I think that um, he's simply not good enough for Liverpool Football Club. I think that he displays a lot of passion, a lot of uh, energy, but the quality is clearly not there. And there's certain key attributes that you just need at this level, which again, he, he doesn't have. So, and I don't, I, yes, I appreciate he's very young, but I just don't think that there are certain things like the pace that he'll be able to address. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think his future belongs elsewhere. And uh, also, I think that the experiment with him this season of trying to persist with him in midfield definitely cost us a few points. It 
it was an experiment that carried on far longer than it ever should have. And I think had that experiment been ended earlier and we brought Jones in much sooner, then I, I, I think we'd already be in the top four. So, yeah, you know, already be there. Yeah. Yeah, we'd already be there, 100%. We'd be above Man United right now, is my view, um, points-wise. So, David? I, I thought I was going to be the controversial one on this since when I was going to say sell. I really did until <laughs> until Dan said it yesterday in the group <laughs> chat. So, it's definitely a sell for me, and it's, it's the reasons the lads have lined out. He's too small. He just is. He's too small, and he's not quick enough. He's not strong enough. Like, he is... An enormous liability off the ball. Like, even more so than Henderson. Because at least Henderson has a bit of size and physicality about him. Harvey doesn't have those things. I would never question his attitude or his application. I think you can see that it means something to him to play for the club. But he he's just not suited to a midfield role. Once the ball goes behind him, he's completely lost. He has that Lalana type of... Sea ball, chase ball, you know, pressing mentality. But he he gets completely lost in the balls behind him, and he doesn't have, like Dan said, he doesn't have that the kind of quality that would make it worth persisting with that and trying to cover his off ball fragilities. Especially when you factor in that box midfield, the one behind him is Trent. You need someone that's going to put in a bit more of the dog work in front of Trent. So. Yeah, it's a sell for me. I think we get really, really good money. I think we could get thirty to forty million, maybe inclusive of some add-ons from Bournemouth, wow. from potentially Crystal Palace if Michael Elise were to leave. I could see him fitting. I'd swap him. I'd swap him. I would one hundred percent do that because Michael Elise has that quality on the ball, and when we do our lists, he might find his way onto one of them, but yeah, he is yeah, Harvey's a sell for me lovely lad and fully embrace the way he just gives everything he has and when he leaves the pitch, he looks like he's after running for days and days and days, but unfortunately he just doesn't offer anywhere near enough on the ball to make up for what he lacks off the ball yeah, Gags, yeah. If, uh, the way I have to sum it up is, is, is if he could help carry the piano for the others, um, then I'd keep him, but he can't. Yeah, really good kid. Really like him. Uh, but, uh, you know, you've, you've all voted anyway, 3-1, to one, so he's he's a sell, unfortunately. Um, uh, Mello's off anyway, so I'll just put Mello on the What leaves. a shame. What a, what a career at the club. I know, so unbelievable. Minutes, we, can, we can talk about them. In 10 years, we'll be talking about that sub-appearance away to Napoli as we were getting around. I do have like the, a dream that he comes on like and scores a goal to, to, to get us Champions League football somewhere. As a, like a, in, in, you know, just somewhere just so that he has meaning in, in, in Jürgen's era somewhere. <laughs> It'd be so funny. But anyway, not happening. And we have um, Badge as well, who is going to be an easy keep, I think, from all of us. And I don't even have to ask. Keep. Um, yeah, easy keep. Yep. Yep. But easy keep, but let's manage him really carefully moving forward. and not. Be- yeah, we, bat- we battered him this year. Yeah, and he, he's him. not good enough yet to be a, a starting midfielder for us. He's gonna be, he needs to be a squad player who plays now and then. Sub appearances, the odd start, but we need to be really careful with him because he's a precocious talent and he's also seemingly got some some physical things that, that didn't match up well with what we were asking him to do last season. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, okay, we're going to move on to forwards. And we also have Bobby Firmino leaving. So we will put Firmino on the leaving list. Oh, who have I missed? Tyler Morton. Oh, sorry. Tyler Morton. Let's talk. Go on, you you can go for it. I, I would loan him out again into the championship. I think he had a good start to his loan and he struggled quite a bit since about November on. And he was keeping his spot in the team, but his performances weren't up to scratch. He doesn't count as a homegrown player for next year. So he doesn't have the benefit of, you know, just being a squad filler for us. I, I think he's an easy loan. Okay. Darth? Uh, yes, whatever Dave says, I'll, we'll go with Dave on that one. And Mo? Yeah, I'm three out of three. Learn him out again. Learn him out again. Okay, uh, Firmino's going. Salah, easy keep. Yes, everybody? Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. Okay, Gakpo, easy keep as well. Yeah. Some of these are going to be easy, so we can just fly through. And uh, Diaz and Jota, easy keeps as well. I don't know about Jada. Ooh, okay. So Diaz, first disagree Diaz then. Diaz is an easy keep for me. Keep. Yeah, keep. keep. Okay, let's go Jota then, folks. Dave? I I will say, I I would probably lean keep, but if someone offered us 60 million for him, I'd probably consider it. But it would be, you know, he would be on the keep list, but... He'd be on the, maybe if a big offer comes in that gets us a lot more than we paid from, maybe it's worth a, a strong consideration. Because he's not going to be a starter. I think, we think we'd agree that backbows for the middle and Diaz off the left is the preferred choice in his two positions. And obviously he's not going to start over Mo. I really like him off the bench. And if he's happy in that role, great. But I think if, if 60 million came in for a player that's not one of our starting eleven. I think you'd have to at least consider it. So I'll say keep, but, you know, a caveat. Okay, uh, Darth, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, keep for us. Okay, and Mo? He's a sell for me. Wow. And he, he's a sell because I think that uh, he's clearly a very, very talented player, but the injury record is just too concerning um he's missed so much time over the last three seasons um and my worry is is that you know that that's the best predictor for future injuries and you know he's bound to miss time next season season after if he stays on and if that happens at crucial periods of the season um you know that that can be the difference between winning something or qualifying for something and not so I think we can get very good value for him and uh, potentially invest in a player that is a bit more reliable when it comes to availability. 49 games missed through injuries over the last three seasons. But I did like the line that previous injury is the best predictor of future injury. Mo has been listening to the fatigue index. Clearly. British a lot, yeah. To be honest, I would have been in your camp, Mo. Because I actually thought that not only was the injuries hurting him, that he just had lost the, that killer instinct as well over the last year. But um, 
just just seeing him smash them in like he has over the last um, last two, three weeks, four weeks. There's there's a job there to be done, and I think I think unfortunately because of what might happen with the next player we go to, I think it's going to be asking too much this this um, this this summer. Just on this 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 um, situation with with Jota, he has over the last five years. 18-19, he missed 14 games through injury. 19-20, he missed 10. 20-21, he missed 23. 21-22, wow. he missed 4, which is by far his best. And this season, he's missed 23 games. So, like, yeah. it's a five-year sample size. It's not just since he joined us. It's also the last two years he was at Wolves. So, you know, there's definitely reason to be concerned. But... But if he's playing a little bit less in a in more of a squad role, potentially yeah. that's a way to mitigate you know the risk and 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 because last season he wasn't a starter for a big chunk and he he had less no. injuries. So yeah, I mean exactly. So, so just, when Sabia yeah, was he, around, he was he was playing much less and he was vital. Yeah, to the he squad was first. He, he was first sub, wasn't he? Yeah. He was, yeah. Um, yeah, he's only he's only done three thousand minutes twice in his career. But you know, maybe his maybe his benchmark is you know we need to manage him for a, a two and a half k uh, season of yeah. minutes, you know, which yeah. is fine because the thing with Jota is he's an absolutely perfect system fit, mm. For, mm. And, and, you know, for stylistic and also for you know for positions. And I'm gonna put him in the keep just because this year I think we're gonna have to get get by. Like we said, it's a transition year, but there's a couple of years of transition, and I think. Because there's such a big move in midfield this year, um, where the focus is going to be, there may be a forward we sell, but it probably going to might be somebody else, and 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 so I'm going to stick him in keep for now. But um, yes, let's move to Darwin Nunez Darth. The big, the big question, yeah, isn't it, Gags? Um, so I didn't. I can. Oh, I just wanted to pre- preface this with: we spent some, a lot of time with Darth this 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 well Friday and some some on Saturday. <laughs> but the man just yes, this what is going to come. He really feels this from the bottom of his heart. There is passion in this next <laughs> bit of. <laughs> I'm not going to be the hatchet man here, but um, yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not our signing anyway from this department. So we'll happily sit. We'll happily sell him. So. Um, yeah, and it's a pretty unanimous sell, to be honest, um, because no one. I asked that game, asked all the team, um, and and they agree with us. The only the only concerns uh, were financial, um, which is nothing to do with our department anyway. So, but from from a from a data side, um, it, there is absolutely we don't think there's any 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 purpose keeping him and trying to persist with this experiment. We just don't see enough any any fit. Stylistically, um, and we're just not convinced that we'll ever be able to produce the numbers. He will be able to produce numbers individually, and the team will be able to produce the required numbers at the same time. We we kind of think they're kind of two exclusive things. Um, so we're probably going to be in a minority here, but um, from the data, it's a sell. Mo. Well, given that I felt that uh, it should have been Jota that was moving on, um, that was why I felt Nunes should stay. Except, you know, system-wise, he, he does seem not the greatest fit. 
But at the same time, I think our strongest front three next season um, are likely to be Diaz, Gakpo and Salah. So I think that as a player coming off the bench, if we're chasing the game with 20 minutes to go, um, he might be a good plan B player to come off the bench. 75 million player as a plan B. Well, I mean, there are other clubs that have similar levels of uh, transfer fee outlay on the, sitting on the bench yeah. who are then yeah. having to come off. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't personally have a problem with that and I'm the finance guy. So, <laughs> I, I, I would keep it. Okay, so we've got one keep, one sell, Dave. 29 league games, six goals, 44 games in all competitions, 14 goals. Those are not Darwin's numbers this year. Those are his numbers in his first season at Benfica. The following season, he scored 26 league goals in 28 games and 34 goals in 41 in all competitions. Darwin takes a year to settle. That is just what he does. He has shown enough for me to keep him. Early in the season, he was playing well. He was scoring goals. He was involved. I don't think he's been managed particularly well. He's an easy keep for me. And the biggest reason is if we sell him now, we will absolutely lose our arse on him. So like, he's not a £75 million player at the moment. He might be a £40 million player. Are we in a position to justify a £25 million loss on a player no. that the manager no. insisted on buying? Because as no. Dan said, he's not a data signing. He probably wouldn't have been a scouting department signing either. I, by all reports, Jürgen walked into the recruitment office and said, get me this kid. So Jürgen brought him to the club. Jürgen has to persist with him. I think he can play through the middle as a different option to Cody. I think when we've got better eights, potentially an Alexis McAllister and maybe a Mason Mount, I think he'll make a lot more sense through the middle. He can play off the left. I wouldn't be against seeing him get a couple of games on the right, just to see how that looks, but I would keep him. Uh, I, I know why you would look to sell him, especially when you look at the conversion numbers and stuff like that. But I think even even when it's not going well for him, like, so much of it is confidence with him. And so much of it is just yeah, agreed. A, a hair off on timing and stuff. Like, let's be fair now. The two main providers in our team are Trent and Andy yeah. Robertson, both of whom have had really, really poor seasons by their own standards up until yeah. this recent shift for Trent. He's been surrounded by players not performing at optimal level. Diaz got hurt, Jota got hurt, which meant he had to go play left wing, which wasn't something that suited him, but he did it, and he did it without griping or moaning or anything like that. Midfield's been a shambles all season, so he's had no support from there. And like I said, the two fullbacks haven't produced the way we would expect them to produce. And yet he's still got 15 goals. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you do need to be fair. He hasn't been in any way a flop. Look around the league. Look at Anthony, who costs more than him. and Look what he's put forward. Not near the, the performance level. Look at Richarlison, 60 million for one league goal, three goals in all competitions. In two games, he was in the league. 
and cost a similar amount. Darwin's been better than him. He's been much better than Mudrick, who cost eighty million in January. So I'd like to see him stay. I think he can be valuable to us. I thought there was signs at the weekend. There was a couple of runs he made. That that one where Trent almost found him with a perfect ball. It was actually too perfect because it landed bang in the middle of his feet and he couldn't sort them out. And that's a confidence thing. And Darwin is clicking and we saw it at times this season when he gets confident. He's getting his shots away with real power and venom behind him. He's getting them on target. He's working goalkeepers. I think next season we'll see a different Darwin. I think we'll see the Darwin that, remember, absolutely battered Ibu Kanate last season in the Champions League. How many forwards mm. actually give him a running like Darwin gave him in both games and scored in both games? So I, I think he's a keep because I do think he's 23. He doesn't speak the language fully yet. He came from, we've talked with this before about, you know, identifying players that come from teams that play with some similarities to us. So when people say, oh, well, look how quickly Gakpo settled. Fair. But Gakpo did have a little bit of an awkward start as well. But remember, Gakpo speaks fluent English. And he Mm -hmm. played under Roger Schmidt at PSV, who plays a pressing system that is based on Jürgen's pressing system. Darwin hadn't played in a pressing system before we got him. Schmidt arrived the summer that he left Benfica. So I do think, you know, all of those things, Jürgen bought him because he did, he did well against us. I don't think really factored in a lot of the other things that come about it. I think give him a chance to speak English. He's clearly popular with the squad as well. And I know there's that video going around about Trent having a little tantrum. I think Trent has that tantrum with himself, not with Darwin, because he mistimed the pass. Darwin went, Trent should have released it. Trent held it and let Darwin go offside. Darwin knew he was offside, so turned his back on the play, thinking Trent to do something else, and Trent released it anyway. Like that's nonsense. Look at look at when players score and he's on the pitch. He's one of the first guys they run to. Cody against United. Who was the first guy he ran to after scoring? It was Darwin. So I, I think you give him a, you give him at least another season. We signed him for six years. We didn't sign him for one. Yeah, I think it's easy to give up on a player. Um, I was very frustrated with him on the weekend as well. But um, um, I just think we can't afford to make such a big loss. And also, previously on this Transfer Committee podcast, he has been picked by us to sign. Mm -hmm. So it would be quite the... um, Quite the thing yeah. to have a big failure on our on our list in terms of as in it'll be a failure for us as a team if we were to sell him right now and not back him. We, we didn't um, actually pick him because Jurgen tried to sack us all if we didn't. So you know that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying this is one of the players that we did in the previous seasons, you know, identify and actually choose then as well. So I I, I do think there's totally understand Darth's perspective and the UP guys' perspective on things. I think as and even Mo would probably just come in here as well if he wants to back it up. But financially, losing that much money at a time when you're just about to lose Champions League as well, um, I do not think that would make sense to then go and buy someone else for another 50, 60 million. That's Man United business, personally. Can I just say as well, like, and, and I, I'm not comparing them as players at all. I'm not comparing them as players at all. But Suarez... In his first full season at Liverpool. Yeah. 12 goals. 
What? No, but he showed so much more. Yeah, no, he I know, but yeah. so many sitters. He was like eight percent conversion in his first year. Yeah, it's just true. And yeah. everybody was losing their shit with him because he'd get into these amazing positions and he'd try and bend it into the far corner with the outside of his boot and he'd sky it into the stand or he'd scuff it along the ground. Suarez is clearly a once off freak of nature as an all round player. We don't need Darwin to be that. We just need him to put the ball in the back. That he's done it fifteen times this season. Mm. Like that's that's his job. He's not going to do much in the way of build up. But I still think he's got what four or so, five assists this year. So, I mean, so we we do good. largely we do largely support Dave's arguments uh, as well, Gags. You know, but we recognise a lot of the things that he says. That you know, if we rebuild a team behind him then things could automatically improve on that perspective. Also, the system that we're now playing does allow for a centre-forward. You know, it's 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 the, it's the classic role. So um, the problem is for Darwin, it would be, if he is that, if the rest of the team is fixed behind him, he's got nowhere to hide in terms of his output up front. So, yeah, maybe another season. And we're, we're just a bit concerned that the team performance overall with him in it isn't of the required level that we need to, to really get where we want to be next season. But if we accept and it's a transition season and then the aim is 70 points and fourth or something or 75 points and fourth, then, yeah. But I don't know if our fans are going to be accepting that position. <laughs> I, I do agree that um, this time next year would be the time to have the conversation about um, you know whether or not it's time to sell, not now. I think I think in you know this time next year we'll have a an inkling of whether he's he's done what Dave's you know have said has said there in terms of Benfica. He he, he There'll has be a more great second year. in the team next season as well because those two interior roles are going to be upgraded, and one of them is going to be an upgrade on Jordan Henderson who offers nothing in the way of creativity and Harvey who doesn't offer nearly enough, and the other one could potentially be Alexis McAllister in place of Curtis. So there's going to be a lot more creative players in the team rather than just Trent, which is what the case is right now, because Cody's not a create. Mo's a creative player, obviously, but he's been kind of limited with what, how we've used him this season at times. I think we'll see more from Mo in that regard next season. We'll see Diaz back. And Diaz, remember, Diaz got injured away to Arsenal. Who did Diaz set up a goal for in that game? Yeah, Darwin. Darwin. And there was a lovely little bit of chemistry building by all accounts, they're very close off the pitch. So if he's got that connection, if he can connect a bit more with Mo, and we've seen at times some nice little interplay between the two, if he gets McAllister in, they'll have uh, if the, the fluency in Spanish just to, to, to talk to each other and communicate and get things going there. I think he'll get better timing with Trent and whoever comes in in that right-sided uh, interior role. I think will help, will also help because that's looking like it'll be more of an attack-minded player as well, as opposed to Henderson. Okay, well I've put him in the keep now, so that's that's fine. Um, last one on the list here, from what I'm seeing anyway, is Fabio Carvalho, folks. So he's a sell for me for similar reasons to Harvey. I mean. Th- th- I think he's actually a player that could fit us a little bit better than Harvey. But his best role is as the one-off a striker in a one-and-one. 
either whether it's four two three one he plays a ten but he plays it a bit more advanced or a four four two where he plays just off as he did with Mitrovic. There's definitely talent there. I just don't think he's got the physicality to play for us. I don't know that he'll become you know, a good fit on the left wing for us. He's not that type of player. And I think if we got twenty million for him, given we paid five I think it will be worth worth doing, but I, I'd fully support a loan if that was the consensus. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Okay. Um, Darth, on, on car value? Um, sell or loan, your decision, boss. Okay, Mo? I would sell. Um, I think even loaning him out won't necessarily turn him into the player that we'd want him to be. Um, again, similar argument to Elliot. I, I think there are certain deficiencies in him as a player that I just don't think can be addressed. And so I think it'd be better to just cut our losses and move him on. Um, so I, I would sell. If if you loan him, you are loaning him to sell him. You're loaning him to in the hope he has a really good season and boosts his value even further. And the, the thing going against both him and Harvey is they don't classify as homegrown players yet. They're still under 21 players. So Fabio will become... Um, under 21, or he would become homegrown, I think, 24, 25. Harvey's the year after that. He's an 03 born. So he doesn't become homegrown until 25, 26. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think with Carvalho, uh, I mean, there's obviously some talent there that we've not been able to get out or use properly. I think that's a failure on on the manager really. Um but yeah, we probably we don't have time to 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 have people in the squad that are just not going to either be used by the manager or you know, they don't have a spot in the in I mean, I personally think he might be able to do something good in as one of the eight tens, like a 10 type role, but maybe maybe I don't think the manager does because he would have got a shot by now. He will you, know, you will need you will that. need Asics forward though to cover, you know, which should be an academy 
level Could it player. be Ben you know, Gorkin we... and Cade Gordon kind of splitting yeah. those minutes? I think that might be. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. But they're um, better suited to the wide roles in the, in the WL, yeah, aren't they, anyway? Exactly. They, exactly. Yeah. They vote more natural yeah. kind of wingers. I'm actually going to try and get the money back on core value. I mean, it was very cheap anyway. We got him for five. So. We'll, we'll get triple what we paid for him. I guarantee if you went back well, to Fulham and said 15 million and you can have him back, I, I think they'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah, you know? probably would. Okay, we, we did miss one player, and I don't know how we did miss him, <laughs> Thiago. <laughs> oh, I, actually thought you, I thought you were leaving him to last on purpose. So I did, I, that's okay, I did well, maybe we edit that bit out. Well, I left it to last. Thanks, thank you, Mo, for um, being me. But yeah, um, Tiago, then, folks. Oh, this is this is one of the tougher ones because, as a in terms of his ability, he's an easy keep. In terms of the injury record, it's a very easy sell. But we're getting rid of a lot of the more senior players, and you know we've said we're selling Henderson, Robertson, Matip, Milner's leaving, Bobby's leaving. That's a lot of you know big personality. Ox is a big personality. That's a lot of big personalities going out. And I think with Thiago, I think he can be someone that takes on a huge role off the pitch as well as on it because we saw him. Against Spurs, when Darwin was coming on, rushing over to give him last-minute instructions to translate for Jürgen. And I do think as someone that can kind of bridge the gap to some of the Spanish speakers in the club who, you know, maybe don't have the best grasp of the language, as someone who knows what it is. Like, when we hear people talk about setting standards, most of it's bullshit. But this is a guy that can actually set standards. This is a guy who knew nothing other than winning titles before joining us. This is a guy that only knows how to win. And we saw it last season when he played. He was phenomenal and we almost won everything. And if he'd been fully fit in the Champions League final, I think we might have won that as well. This season, we decided because Fabinho is declining and the fella next to him refuses to do defensive work. We used Thiago as if he was David Batty. And he was doing everything and doing far too much of it. One for the kids there, Dave. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> for, for those 90s kids. Le- Leeds, Blackburn and Newcastle legend David Batty. Um, also missed a penalty in the World Cup in 98 for those keeping count. Um, I, I would actually extend him and keep him because I think his value can be so much greater than just what he can offer on the pitch. And if we're revamping the midfield and bringing in, you know, three new midfielders and we have Curtis developing as kind of a fourth new midfielder and we have Besetic, having Thiago in that group, I think, having to play less, will be able to manage him better. And I just, like, we're talking about an, like, an all-time great midfielder here. And I get that it's frustrating with injuries. But with Naby going and Ox going, we're clearing awful lot of injuries so we can afford a few to stay. We need to keep the physios busy. They can't just be hanging around. I know you know, people like Marty, they just like to hang around and do very little, but we've got to get them earning their wage. So that can help there. But I just think as a player, when we watch him play, does he not fill us all with joy? And I, I think he's he's really conducive to winning. He's a winning player. 
he contributes heavily to winning football. In 2021, when we had that late burst and got top four, he was vital. Last season, when we almost won everything, he was vital. In the first half of this season, because let's remember, this season's been so weird, he was the only midfielder holding us together. Because Fabinho was a mess and Henderson was a disaster. And Harvey just was all over the place. I would keep and I would extend. A rolling one-year contract for as long as he wants to stay, I would keep him. I think he can be a vital leader in the squad as well as what he offers on the pitch. Just play him less and don't ask him to go about kicking people because that's not what he does. No. Toth? Yeah, so that's a really interesting option from uh, Dave, to be honest. Um, So... The talent is undeniable. The the biggest issue with him is is now he keeps getting injured in the same location. The same part of his body is what keeps breaking down. That's a big... It's not different injuries. So that's a concern. Um, He's never played more than 2,300 minutes for us anyway in any of the three seasons. He's he's probably going going to come in at less than 2,000 this season. Um, He's very highly paid. Um, So the question is, is that, say, going forward, he's 32... Is his fifteen hundred minutes a season worth the worth the you know you've got to make a value judgment on what you pay him versus what you get out of him in those fifteen hundred minutes and then plus you know if we he had one year left this summer, you could sell if the, is is there is the offer is there an offer from Barcelona on the table with, with actual money um if Barcelona come in and offer twenty million quid you know I don't know because they're just so insane. Yeah, it, it would. Do they, do they have summer. twenty million quid? Well, yeah, you know they're probably going to find twenty million for Thiago, though, aren't they? Because that's how they work, you know. But yeah, they, you know, it's just nuts. Um, but if there's actual money on the table, you have got to factor that in because then you know it's the wages plus what you could have got in the transfer fee for those fifteen hundred minutes and what you get from you know in between. We have paid James Milner one hundred and fifty grand a week for less than a thousand minutes. I agree. I agree. Multiple seasons. So, like, we're not a smart club when it comes to some of these decisions, and I blame Mo for all of this. But I just, I just feel like with with that many senior players leaving, <laughs> savage. <laughs> Sitting there being all quiet, yeah, he's very happy with himself. But like, <laughs> we're letting go of a lot of senior players, and I do think it's important yes. to retain, you know, a couple. And I, I just think from. From everything we know, well, it was going to be Hendo or Thiago for me. Yeah, and that's it was going to be. So we've done this. We've done the sell. So yeah, it's a keep. It has to be a keep. And Mo, I hope you agree. Just because I know there's injury prone problems, Um, I I think let's say it's a keep with the caveat that if we get stupid money for him, then it's a no brainer. Yeah, Yeah, like if someone comes in for twenty million, which is what we pay. Yeah, whatever we paid for him. Because then we can get a young, durable, like a Fafana in, for example, for twenty one million. It, it it would make sense, right? You know, if I mean, you're get a young player. But, I, again, we're talking about managing game states and things. Is is there anyone better at coming on to just see out the last no. fifteen minutes of the no, game? No, no, not at all. But that's in the world, right? There's there's like there's Paul, not Paul many Mo's with the same quality. Here. Sorry, man. Paul, Paul Moe's trying to come in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I, I would have leant towards uh, selling him. I, I think that wow. I fully appreciate the, the kind of argument that Dave's put forward, but that was the exact same reason I felt we should have retained Adrian because I, you know, we we all know that he's somebody that probably contributes more 
off the pitch than he does on the pitch um, in terms of squad cohesion and you know he's really good with the Spanish and even Portuguese players um, speaking players so um, you know what, he would have been a much better 60 grand for a guy that never plays or 200 grand for a guy playing 1500 minutes yeah it's a value judgment the whole equation is a value judgment isn't it yeah 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 but the thing is also injuries aside I, I think this season when Thiago did play. I think we were beginning to see that the signs that he he is now starting to pass his peak, and uh, you know he he didn't at times look all that convincing when he did play. Um, yeah. So I'd expect that to continue um, next season. I mean, could you say also say Gags that if you get into if we get top four by a miracle, you get top four, then yeah, that kind of rolling one year deal makes sense. But if you're looking to cut cloth. Downsized wage bill for Europa League, you know, uh, taking I, I, fifty I million do, hit. I do actually think the player wants to go back to Spain as well. To be honest, uh, All right. it's, it's not that he's unhappy at Liverpool; he loves it, um, and he loves everybody. But I think if the option turned up to go home, he's he's running, he's he's running immediately to go back to finish his career in Barca. So, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna put the caveat in that it's a keep unless stupid money comes in because. I don't think there's value in renewing either, unfortunately, with all the stuff Mo just said. The rolling contract, one-year rolling, makes sense, and we've done that with um, Milner, but I think Thiago's on way, way more. Some 50 Milner. grand a week more than Milner was earning last year. Like James Milner has earned insane money. I think he's on 220 or something like that. I, you know, I think Thiago. 200. And, and Milner was on 160 on his new contract that Klopp gave him in 2020. So it's 40, 50, 60 grand, whatever. It, it's it's a minimal amount in the grand scheme of things. If we're clearing Henderson, Milner, Ox, Naby and Matip off the wage bill, especially Naby and Ox who don't contribute and haven't contributed for a couple of years, that's 200 grand that we're saving without, do, you know, without losing anything. And, and I get well, what we say about, about the form, but like again, like look what he was playing with in midfield. Look what we were putting out there and calling in midfield. Fabinho, a shell of himself, and a complete void on the right side. Like, it's as great as any player can be. When you're putting them out there with negative impact players, it's going to have a negative impact on them. Go on, Mo, you were to say something. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the point around losing too many leaders, um, one of the informed teams of this season has been Napoli. And last summer, they lost big, big personalities. Koulibaly, um, Fabian Ruiz. They lost um, Dries Mertens, Insigne, Ospina. You know, senior players, experienced players. And they shifted out loads of players, brought in loads of new ones. And they turned into one of the best teams in Europe. Um, so I, I know Klopp, likes to re- keep the numbers of incomings and outgoings to a minimum. But I think we're at the point where a big change is needed. And even if that means a loss of a number of leaders, that isn't necessarily a bad thing either. Because, you know, somebody like Napoli just in the last 12 months have demonstrated you can lose a lot of leaders and if anything, become a better team. Yeah, because other, other kept, new leaders stand up, right? They also new kept team, leaders. Leaders. They kept Di Lorenzo, they kept Mario Rui, they kept Labaka. They, they didn't clear the depths yeah, yeah. of them all. Yeah, Ramani so we, we keep, well. we've kept Alisson and we'll keep Van Dijk, right? Yeah, so there's two. Yeah, yeah. There's two of a yeah. squad. 
they had they kept four or five. Mo's a different type of Mo's a different type of leader. He leads by example. Yeah, you know, in terms of his training ethic and what he does. Um, you know, he, in the gym he is or, an, an inspirational leader by what he does. But again, I, I don't think we need to be clearing the decks entirely. Elner Henderson, Atta, Bobby. There's four senior players going already. Or key kind of core senior players that have been here since Klopp took over. I think you give so Thiago an opportunity the, without having to carry players. Is, and I think yeah, a different the, version of them. So, Dave, the decision's already made. Anyway, I've said we're set. We're keeping. So it's 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 a keep with the caveat if we get stupid money. You know, yeah. that that's all. If we get stupid money, I think we can go. all. If leave. he wants to go, then you don't keep him because that's fair. Enough. Yeah, exactly. And I think Barcelona is is the team. The links to Barcelona are definitely real that we're hearing. So you know that that there's no joke there. Those are actual Barcelona want him, which is like for me, it's crazy as well. But 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 fair enough. I mean, fair enough. If they if they're gonna get some money, um, if they've got some money and they're gonna they want to buy him and you know. It's something that they want to do. Then, you know, if they say fifteen million, here you go. I think I think Liverpool will take it. I honestly do. I think we will take it. So, um, we're going to put him in the keep pile for now um, because I like what Dave's saying, and also I only wanted to sell one of them two in terms of one of Thiago or Hendo, and you know I think Hendo's like a must get out like. Mm. Nabi and Milner and Ox. It's we just need to move away from the legacy, the previous legacy of midfield now, and not have them as options, so that we can move forward. It needs to be a forced way, move for, you know, move forward way. Thiago fits a good midfield, you know. Uh, Fabinho with the right people fits a good midfield. So those are the two we're keeping. Um, in, 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 you know, is what we've decided, and I think. That's... You say a forced choked way, Gags. Oh, yeah, forced, forced choke. Yeah. So if I can quickly Excellent. just go through the list of the 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 loans: Ramsey, Bradley, Morton, the people that are already leaving: Ox, Milner, Cater, Mello, and Firmino. The cells are Adrian, Kelleher, Matip, Robertson, Reese Williams, Manat Phillips, Jordan Henderson, Harvey Elliott, and Fab Carvalho. And the keeps are Alison Gomez, Vividi Kanate, Simicast, Trent, Fabinho, Jones, Vandenberg. Besiktas, Salah, Gakpo, Diaz, Jota, Nunes, and Thiago. How's that? Good. We need to get all that written down so we can see. It's what all the, written uh, down. Yeah, all so we can so we can start planning. <laughs> yeah, I've got to just put it into the uh, into our oh. chat. But yeah, I was writing it down as we did it. So I think the only correction the only correction then is I think Adrian's contract does end this summer, so he he wouldn't be on the sell list. He yeah, just be on the free list. Yeah. Of of the of the leaving midfielders, um Milner, Ox, Nabi and Arthur, you had to keep one of them. You had to keep one of them. Who would you keep? God, that's such a shit question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it which were the which were the which were the names? Milner, Ox, Nabi and Arthur. You have to keep one of them. Oh, Cater. Okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an easy enough one, isn't it? Poor yeah. old Ox. Like that, that knee, he just never recovered from that knee. <clears throat> never. Recovered. So exciting for him. Yeah. In that he, he's a guy that needs to go and, and have a bit of a career now as well. And, and the same for Nabi. 
know, I think Naby will go. Naby is going to get really good offers this summer. I think he'll go and do well in maybe Syria, maybe the Bundesliga. Uh, Ox just needs to go and have the, whatever's left of his career because since that knee injury, even when he was playing well, if he had one bad game, he was out of the team. And Henderson was back in, or he was out of the team and Ginny was back in. And then he's been played in the front three the last couple of years and it just hasn't suited him at all. Like, we've been screaming out for an Ox type. That right-sided role that we're currently, you know, playing Henderson and Elliot in and Cody played at the weekend, Ox is kind of the, the prototype for what you'd want there, that powerful yeah. driving midfielder who can... Yeah, he can carry the piano, can't yeah, he, with exactly. his work rate. Yeah. He can carry it and when the band are tired, he can maybe throw in a little solo of his own, but... <laughs> you know, like that's exactly what 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 it is. Like he is, a, he's a, a piano player or piano carrier rather than a player, and he he yeah. embraced that role. I remember listening to you boys do UP, and when you'd be talking with him and his pressing the Champions you know, League run, that that, monster, that one, yeah, absolutely yeah, monster. Yeah. Never, I never, never stop and think if if it wasn't for injuries, what the midfield would have looked like because. Ox and Naby were clearly bought to start. We paid starter money for them. We had Fabinho obviously come in as the six, and we had Ginny. They they were Klopp signings. They were the ones that we, you know, him and and Edwards went and bought specifically. I always wonder, like Ox without the knee injury, Fabinho and Naby without all the injuries and shit that went on, and then Ginny as the fourth and Henderson as the fifth. What could we have accomplished with that if, if injuries hadn't struck us? Because as a five, when you factor in Ginny's well, versatility and malleability, Henderson's yeah. ability to just cover ground, and, and you know the the three, the quality and pressing that the the, the three of the starters would have brought, I I, I think we we've been robbed of what could have been a really special midfield because we always looked like we've got a great defense, great attack. And the midfield is just there and they're functional and they do what they're asked to do. If it had been Ox and Naby, Ginny as the fourth and Henderson as the fifth, I really think that could have been something special. And don't forget, Dave, in the summer of 2018, um, we came very close to signing Naby for Kia. Yeah. So it appeared that the preference was what uh, maybe Fabinho, Fakir, Naby. Um, and if you time, remember, so... he talked in pre-season about all of the front three having new roles. And then he ran out that four-two-three-one with with Shaq on the right, Bobby is the ten, Ane left, and Mo through the middle. And it was a it was a Fabinho and rotating kind of partner, Ginny Henderson, and Naby in a few games, and it was it worked really well. If that was Nabil Fakir, that again again whatever happened, injury whatever. That could have been something special as well. Like I, I don't know that we've ever fully seen what Jurgen's vision was because I think injuries robbed it from him. I agree, and I think that is a topic for a pod on another day. Um, thank you all for joining. I think we've got our list, and uh, there's some work now for uh, Dave. Dan and Mo to do in terms of budget scouting and numbers for the um, next pod, which uh, I'm sure we'll try and get done. And there's only a few weeks left now um, 
in the season and we'll try and get something wrapped up hopefully I think it'd probably be good to wait until we know where, where our <laughs> future lies in terms of which competitions next year but we especially can... for budget gags exactly exactly yeah. but maybe we can do something with and without budget as well yeah, yeah. um Oh, wow. Mo's already given us the budget. Anyway, <laughs> so that's great. So, um, yes, thank you so much, Dan, uh, Mo, and Dave, for giving me your time on a bank holiday. Well, for two of you, giving me time on, on a bank holiday Monday. And, um, yeah, we'll be back very soon. That was part one of the Transfer Committee podcast this summer. There, I'm sure there'll be a couple of others coming as well because normally when we get going, it takes us two sittings to get things done. But, um, yeah. Thank you for joining and um, yeah, see you next time. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.